perfect song. Yeah, <laughs> for what we've been talking about. We're just talking about the one name of God. Which, you know, I love the sum fact I went to see Phil Wilkham when he was here, and the reason that there is the distinction I was telling you is in English, and our Bibles are in English, and I praise God for that. I thank yeah. the, the translators. I do, you know, I throw a few stones because they, they do what I think is an abomination by taking his name out, which I just don't, that's an inexcusable thing. But the other side is when you take something into another language, you have the burdens of that language, just like in Spanish, it's Jesus. Well, and the burden of the language and the culture and everything that comes with language. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah it's... And so in, in English, now, if you go back in Hebrew, there's no such thing as a capital letter. There's no distinguishing separation for a name. But in English, any proper noun is considered, in these in these cases, would be considered a name. And that's why we think, or we at least teach a lot of times, mm-hmm. that he has a thousand names. When, in fact, he has one name. But... If you're talking English, common nouns, then proper nouns, you then you have Christ and Lord and Messiah and all these, and you would look at those as his names because they would qualify in English, mm-hmm. just not from a biblical point of view. He said, I have one name, yeah. Jehovah. Well, we have a lot of descriptors because he is that great and that awesome, and we we love getting and it's to... it's not like he's going, boo, boo at you. <laughs> so, you know. Very true. Well, we're uh, having a good time this morning talking about uh, the name of God, talking about all of the things. Now, you know, when the ninth day of Av comes around, as we described earlier, it is not a happy day or a day to have a good time on because it's usually a lot of bad stuff that happened sure. on that day. But when you look at the corrective love of God and, and that it always brings it back around to the unity under him and, and how we are all part of the forever family on this side of the cross and all of the things that he uses the seasons and times and traditions and feasts to help us better understand. Um, that's what I love having the opportunity to go through these things. And uh, for those that are, you know, in your cars listening to this or all the different ways that you listen to victory, um, it's hard to take notes because uh, <laughs> there's a lot that's going on. But it's unnecessary. But so the wonderful thing that Ray will do a little bit later today is he'll put it up as uh, a podcast and also a blog that includes all the show notes at victory.radio. So that's going to be a wonderful way to, for you to reconnect with this material uh, to dive into it yourself. Of course, except the things we've said spontaneously, which yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember. I'm yeah, just, those are hard to... I'm old, and yeah. so they're gone. It's just gone. <laughs> mine, mine are gone as, as soon as I move on to the next thing. Uh, Shiny things and all of that. So, how are we going to put a bow on this teaching today? Well, we're going to step past it. Okay, so this Saturday, Friday night, Saturday night, is the ninth, or Tish B'Av, ninth of Av, and that first nine days, or the last nine days, if you go back, of the month of Av are filled with sadness and mourning. I mean, they're eating eggs and ashes. It's terrible. But since they also believe that the Father is their comforter and consoler, the name of this month isn't actually off. They actually call it Menachemov. Menachem is the word for comforter or consoler. So they actually put in there when they talk about this word, it's not just the month of Av, but the comforting father mm. is the name of the month. Now, you got to ask yourself, they're saying they're mourning, they're weeping, they're eating eggs and ashes. Uh, how does this all tie together? Well, It's interesting. Next weekend, next Saturday, the next Shabbat, Friday night, Saturday, after Tish B'Av, is called the Sabbath of Comforting, or Tu B'Av. 
they read the parts of the book of Isaiah. Now, right now, you could, today, they'll only read the Echad, the book of Lamentations, the, the weeping and mourning over it. But next week, they'll only read the parts of the book of Isaiah that speak of comforting the people and redemption. Mm. They do that for seven weeks leading up to Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. Now, for 40 days, for 40 days, better day, yeah, 40 years in the desert, on every ninth of Av, because that's when they were condemned to 40 years, the Jews made graves to sleep in for the night. Every year, some woke up, some didn't. <laughs> if you didn't, you were already there. Uh, during the 40th year, the last of the rebellious generation died. And of course, everyone who had been under the age of 20 during the rebellion stepped into the promises of God, and they would eventually enter the promised land. But on that final Tishbah, they went to sleep in their graves, and they woke up the next day. Everybody woke up. But after 40 years of burying their family members, they were afraid to hope. Can you imagine? Mm. I think I can. So they kept sleeping in their graves every night for a week in case they made a mistake with a date. Because remember, you're talking about moon stars and you're judging about that. They did this until they reached next week, the 15th or the the Tubov, and saw a full moon. And they knew that they literally had been there 40 years. Only then did they know that they were all going to enter the promised land. So the, that date of Tubal, as a result, is a day of celebration. Now, a lot of interesting things. Tubal was a, a joyous holiday. It marked the beginning of the grape harvest, and it would end with the, with the last feast in the fall. While the Jews wandered in the desert for 40 years, female orphans without brothers could only marry within their tribe to prevent their father's inherited territory in the land of Israel from passing on to other tribes. On the 15th of Av, Tubav, that ban was lifted and inter-tribal marriage was allowed. Now, in the days of the temple, unmarried girls of Jerusalem dressed in white garments went out to dance in the vineyards and it became a marriage holiday. So, today... Or the Saturday, the saddest day of the year. Next Saturday was one of the happiest days on the Jewish calendar. It's it's um, a time of celebration. It's basically Valentine's Day. Mm. It's also a timeless picture of the promise that after Israel rebels and God scatters her, God will restore her. So, one of my favorite verses. I, I love the book of Hosea, but it's in chapter two, fourteen through sixteen. Therefore, I'm now going to allure her. I will lead her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. There, I will give her back her vineyards and will make the valley of Echor trouble, a door of hope. There she will respond as in the days of her youth, as in the day she came up out of Egypt. And that day declares, Jehovah, you will call me my husband. You'll no longer call me my master. Mm. That's just such a, a powerful verse. Yeah. But that's what he did. And so, you know, as they're weeping and and mourning and grieving over the loss of the temples, the fact is God takes us into the desert and he says to to lead us out again. He takes us in and speaks tenderly, not the slap back and forth. But mm. won't you listen? He <laughs> he he gives us back our vineyards. I mean that's just a the whole book is profound, but and it's seasons of joy and gladness is the other reason there's hope. Zechariah 7 looks at the ninth of Av. On the fourth day of the ninth month, the month of Chislev in, in, the, in Darius's reign, it's a fourth year as king, Yehovah spoke his word to Zechariah. 
Now the people from Bethel sent their men to ask Jehovah, should we mourn and fast in the fifth month as we have done for so many years? Because they were back building the temple, right? Then Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord Almighty, spoke his word to me. He said, tell all the people of the land and the priest, when you fasted and mourned in the fifth and the seventh month, these past 70 years while you were in exile, did you really do it for me? When you ate and drank, didn't you do it to benefit yourself? Then Jehovah spoke his word to Zechariah. He said, this is what Jehovah Sabaoth, the Almighty God, says, administer real justice. Be compassionate and kind to each other. Don't oppress widows, orphans, foreigners, and poor people. And don't even think of doing evil to each other. And remember, all of this started, why? Because 12 guys couldn't honor each other. Even back to Joseph. They wanted to kill the one that they were jealous of. Hmm. But people, now back to the verse here, but people refused to pay attention. They shrugged their shoulders at me and shut their ears so they couldn't hear they made their hearts as hard as flint so they couldn't hear Jehovah's teaching. When I called, they wouldn't listen. So now when they call, I won't listen, says Jehovah Sabaoth Almighty. I used a windstorm to scatter them across the nations. They hadn't even heard of the countries, that is. They left behind a land so ruined that no one is able to travel through it. They've turned a pleasant land into a wasteland. In other words, I gave you a promised land, mm -hmm. and you've turned it into the desert you were wandering in. Well, listen to this, Zechariah chapter 8, verses 19. So we were just reading from Zechariah 7. This is what Jehovah Sabaoth, again, the Lord Almighty, the fast in the fourth month and the fast in the fifth month, the fast in the seventh month, fast in the tenth month, all the days of fasting, basically, will become joyful and glad occasions, as well as happy festivals for the nation of Judah. So love, truth, and peace. In other words, he says, should we fast? Should we mourn? Should we be grieving over this fallen temple? And I think the word that God says is, you know, no matter how many eggs and ashes you eat, if you're going to do wrong, it's not going to help you. Right. You can grieve all you want to. Do right. Love, truth, and peace. So one day, we know all of these fast days will become seasons of joy and gladness and cheerful feasts. And more importantly, the temple, they will recognize, is no longer a building made out of stone. Right. It is Jesus Christ. It is Yeshua, Yoshua. He is the temple. And he is not fallen. He is raised. Mm. He is our salvation. He is our salvation. Hallelujah. So yeah. that is uh, the word I've got for you this morning. And I appreciate you coming and listening or uh, driving along and listening, however it is.